Good morning, everybody. I hope you're good. I'm good. Today I'd like to speak to you a little bit about my twin flame. Back in 1974, a young couple with three children walked into my church for the very first time. As I was introduced to them, I looked into his eyes and my heart leaped into my chest. I didn't understand what that meant. It had never happened to me before. All I knew was that our souls recognized each other. At that time, I didn't understand twin flames or alternate realities or even what my soul really was or what it did. We both immediately knew we had a very special bond, but we didn't understand it and we never spoke about it. Over the years, we spent many hours talking about life, belief systems, and how to navigate the world. One day in a vision, I saw the two of us all dressed in white, standing on a white sandy beach. We were the major characters in a spiritual wedding ceremony, bonding us together throughout eternity. We were on another planet eons ago. How can that be, I asked Doctoral. She has been my advisor since the beginning of time. She smiled as she said, We have much to teach you, little one. This is only the beginning. I quickly learned that I had to learn patience. Timing was everything, line upon line. One day I was sitting in my car waiting for my sister-in-law to come out of a doctor's office. I became aware that the seat next to me made an indentation and I knew someone was sitting there. I said, Who are you? A voice said, You know who I am. Startled, I responded, It can't be you because you're still alive. He laughingly replied, Why do you think I have to be dead to come to you? That was an amazing revelation for me, because it was rain, and yet he still walked the earth, he still had his family, he still came to church, and we still talked. The next day I meditated on it, and I asked my guides, how could that be? They began to explain to me that our souls speak to each other. In third-dimensional earth life, we believe we must be in proximity or on a telephone to speak to one another. But that's not true. We speak soul to soul, heart to heart, and our souls understand the message, even though we may not be conscious of it. I was so excited. That was a whole new perspective. New things to think about, new things to ponder, new things to fall in love with. Soon after, I realized that Rain was my twin flame. When I asked my guides about that, they said I was correct, but that I would never walk the earth with him in this lifetime. But why, I pleaded. They went on to explain that most twin flames cannot be together on planet earth, as their combined powers would be too strong. The people around would not understand, and each twin flame had their own mission to accomplish. Most of Rain's missions were on another planet out in the galaxy. Most of mine at that time were planted here on Earth. Sharing what wisdom I was given by my guides, my higher self, and by my Divine Mother. She taught me that I had become a healer of hearts. That's where my passion was, that's where my love was, and I had a gift. How to be compassionate, empathic, nurturing, and being able to say the right words to the right people when they needed their hearts healed. That was my job. I loved it, and I became really good at it. 
I could hear the message that the other person's soul wanted them to hear, and I was a channel for it. So I became a channeler. In our church, that wasn't widely accepted. It was nothing more than prayer, but recognizing that I was channeling it for my Divine Mother rather than it coming from my mind, my heart, and using my words. For me, this was exciting. However, I missed Rain. I wanted him near me. I wanted to be a part of his life and him a part of mine. But that was not to be. He came and visited me regularly in my dreams, my heart, and my mind. Sometimes he'd whisper a message in my ear. He still walked the earth plane and soared throughout the metaverses, teaching, guiding, and fighting in many of the galactic wars that were hidden from humanity. Many years later, he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. That blew my mind. How could that be? He was a brilliant man. He had so much to offer to humanity. Every age group loved him. They would listen to him for hours. He made them laugh. He taught them. He played with them. And he nurtured them. He could make you feel as though you were the only person on the planet. It made me sad. What a loss, I thought. One day when I was missing him, tears rolling down my face, my soul spoke to me and said, don't grieve for him. He chose Alzheimer's so that he could stay with his family and they could learn from him and he could still leave the planet without anybody knowing about it. When they thought he was having an episode, he was just leaving the planet, going about his mission throughout the galaxies, throughout the universes. And then he could come back, nestle in, and nobody would know the difference. The magic had occurred. He could continue doing what he always did best, loving humanity, teaching, traveling, and being the best human being I have ever met. When I looked into his eyes, I always said it was like looking into the eyes of Christ. I miss him, but every day he pops in, leaves a message, touches my cheek, and pops back out again. <laughs>